There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. 39 and single. Can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. I started this podcast two weeks short of a year ago. Wow, we've been through a lot together. In case you missed any of it, here's a recap. Remember when I used to do recaps? My name is Molly Hawkey. I'm 40. I'm an actor, writer, improviser, podcaster, photographer, Airbnb host. I started a podcast to find a sperm donor and to figure out how the hell to get from no baby, no money, no man to yes baby, yes money, and a man if there is one, but like it's not my main goal at this moment. Anyway, I interviewed 19 mostly wonderful dudes. Some were into the idea of donating and some absolutely were not. Somewhere in there, my dog passed away and my brain exploded and I started having panic attacks and then I started taking Lexapro and then I broke my leg. Then, slowed by crutches, I realized what was most important to me. It was time to get the show on the road because I wanted my baby. I settled on two incredible dudes to be my donors and I put them to the test. And there were a lot of tests. STD tests, semen analysis, genetic testing, and mental fortitude. I mean, these guys had to jerk off in very awkward scenarios. But they were unfazed. Magically, both were willing and both were healthy. And there were no genetic red flags. So I alternated between the two of them. After my second cycle, one of my donors had to step away. And that was totally understandable and totally stress-free. Because my other donor was still there and happy to help. After my fourth cycle, I got pregnant. Can you believe it? But then my donor, the one that was happy to help also had to step away and let me know that he wouldn't be able to donate anymore if this pregnancy didn't work out. Also so very understandable, but this time a little bit more stressful. Oh, how I loved being pregnant. I'd never been happier, but I also knew that one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage, and unfortunately my pregnancy became that one in four. I had a miscarriage. Luckily, it was a pretty early miscarriage, at seven weeks or so, and I had the support of my friends, my doctor, and wonderful listeners who shared their stories with me. Now I'm kind of back at square one, but armed with a lot more knowledge and sense of purpose and now you're all caught up wow what a year can you believe it so last week I was scheduled to go see Dr. Kalen to have my, you know, uterus checked out to see how everything was going down there, if I had passed everything or if I needed to take some drugs or get a DNC. I was pretty sure I'd passed everything, but we needed to double check and figure out when I'd be ready to get this show on the road again. Now since my mom and dad were in town, I was like, hey guys, I'm going to go do this ultrasound. That could be a fun vacation activity for you. So they came. Dad sat in the lobby and did man stuff on his iPad and mom came in because she wanted to meet Dr. Kalen. So then we did the ultrasound, and my mom filmed the monitor for Patreon, but it's so cute because in true mom fashion, she's watching the monitor and not the phone screen, so the camera keeps floating up as the more interested she gets. 
<laughs> it's very cute. It's on patreon.com forward slash spermcast. So here is your uterus right here. Uh-huh. And this is the lining on the inside part of uterus. It's like a white line. Right. So this is looks appropriately thin at this point. So this is what it looks like kind of at the beginning. This is the this is the proverbial clean slate, okay? Or the, the empty canvas from which we will design our masterpiece. <laughs> fresh palette. So yeah, it's a fresh palette, exactly. You can actually see the layers of tissue. The tissue comes this is the bottom part of the uterus and the tissue grows up to this point. And then the top part of the user, and it kind of comes down to this point. And this white line in the middle is a fine line of mucus where those two layers of tissue meet. Mm-hmm. So these two layers together need to reach at least about seven millimeters by the time you ovulate. Right. And so right now they're about five, four and a half millimeters. So that's that means that it's all that's like thin. That means clean and appropriate. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to look on the right side. Lots of pressure. Look at your right. So here's your right ovary, and you can see in the ovary with some follicles. There's one there. Two, three, four, five, six. It looks good. About five or six here on the right. So each one of these contains an egg. Mm-hmm. And then on the left, so, okay, so here's follicles. One, two, three, four, five. And then this. So this is either a cyst, it's the kind of resolving. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it is. This is also what a follicle looks like when it gets ready to ovulate, but there'd be no reason you'd be ready to ovulate at this point. So this is probably just a simple cyst in your left ovary. Is, that, for, is that new? Um, yes, and these things well, kind of come well, and go. Was this your before? Where my corpus luteum was. It was where your corpus This doesn't look so much like a corpus luteum. Okay. Um, 23 by 15 millimeters, because it's so clear. Mm-hmm. Usually the corpus luteum is a little bit more irregular. Sometimes I kind of cyst will sort of like pop up where the corpus luteum was and all this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. so that's okay. That's right. not a scary thing? It's not a scary thing. When it's a simple cyst like that, they kind of just come and go. Okay. So it's not a scary thing. But why don't you get dressed and we can talk about it. Okay, here we are in his office. Okay, so we're going to wait for you to have like a regular cycle, which should be within the next like month. During that time, we've got to decide on, we need sperm. Yep. Um, so we've got to choose sperm. I gave you some places, right? You're looking into those? You didn't give me places. I, I didn't. Did you? I thought we did. Didn't we talk about lesbian-owned sperm banks? <laughs> Maybe you did. Was that somebody else? Did I record it and not? I don't know. I would think you do. I guess I talk about lesbian-owned sperm banks a lot. Maybe I have a recording on here that I don't even know. He did. I'm such a dummy. He told me all about this lesbian-owned sperm bank in Pasadena, and I completely forgot because my recording cut off, and if I don't record something, it didn't happen. Um, all right, we got to find sperm. Yeah. Um, and then essentially what we're going to want to do is by that time that this cyst will be gone. And then I'm gonna give you some medicine. We're gonna get you to release more than one egg. Clomid? Clomid. Can yes. I have twins? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, the, the chance of twins on Clomid is not very high. Well, um, fingers crossed. It sounds, it sounds good. Um, twins have certain risks associated with them. Okay, I don't wanna, okay, you're okay, late, okay. you're late, you're late. Okay, thank you, okay, and anyway, we'll cross the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just have to call me when you get your next period. Yeah. Um, and pick sperm between now and then. You expect it to be a normal period? Yeah, I think. Okay, well, this was exactly eight days ago, and a few days ago I started testing for ovulation and thought that I ovulated, but yesterday I started getting, I started bleeding again, and I feel like I have my period, and it feels more like a period than when I had my miscarriage, so I don't know what the fuck is going on with my body, and for a while there I really was understanding everything that was happening with me, but now I don't get it at all. It's all a big mystery. I think it will be in the next, like, four weeks or so. And is there any reason to believe that, why wouldn't that, that cyst be the egg? 
Why would oh, because it's just, you just don't think that it makes sense? Yeah, because uh, what would happen is usually you need about two weeks to recruit a follicle to grow to an ovulatory size. Mm-hmm. That usually happens when all the hormones from the loss go down. Oh, gotcha. That's when the, that's where everything comes out, and then maybe a new cycle starts. Right. And usually when the new cycle starts, when that follicle is growing that has the egg in it, it's also stimulating the lining so that it's ready for ovulation. Mm-hmm. And so remember how I said the lining's really thin and it'll get thicker mm-hmm. with, around the time of ovulation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really thin. So I, yeah. I don't think it is. Yeah. So, one month of normal, of waiting for uh, For the cycle to come back, yeah. And then... We give her some medicine so that she releases more than one egg, yes. And then when that egg is ready to release, we're going to monitor the growth, and when it's ready to release, we are going to inject the sperm into the uterus. Got it. Perfect. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. So nice to meet you. Great to meet you. Bye-bye. Good to see you, Mom. Nice to meet you. Take care. Are you here for a while? No, just a week. Stay for the month. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. I had a great week with my parents, but instead of telling you all about it, here I am with my good friend and producer and boss, Ms. Amanda Lund. What's the news? I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to Spermcast. Thanks, Amanda. (laughs) Monday morning, baby. It is. It's Monday morning. My parents have been in town. So, yeah, so they've been staying with you, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys have gone down to San Diego. And wh- what what we was took the... took two of my nieces down to San Diego. I think it's called Seal Beach. There were a lot of sea lions and seals on this beach. And then the next day we went to Escondido. Mm-hmm. Is that where it's called? Where they have the wild animal park? Oh, um, yeah, I don't know exactly where that is. Fun. But yeah, so you got to do the little safari, and yeah. what, what did you see? name all the animals you saw oh gosh we saw a a rhino cool it looked just like a boulder really oh yeah let's see what else there was cheetahs giraffe no elephants Hmm. (laughs) um lots of uh you know african deer type animals sure i can't remember what they're called and the animals seemed happy to be there oh yeah this place is great it's a um they're very focused on preserving the habitat giving the animals a lot of many many miles to roam around on in fact we probably saw less animals than you would at a normal zoo i don't like i'm kind of opposed to zoos actually yeah i'm not a huge fan of zoos yeah Um, i think we should have like three zoos in the united states that are excellent that are amazing like one on each coast and then one in the middle and so going to the zoo is like a destination trip like you're going to disney world yeah and then they're just really beautiful and the animals are happy yeah 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 and they have so much space mm-hmm. yeah these animals all had a lot of a ton tons of space yeah that's 700 thousand nice. acres i just made that up whoa I just made that up i don't know it's uh 1800 acres it was okay. so beautiful though the land was beautiful oh my gosh and then we saw so many beautiful wildflowers while driving it really just looked, yes it was so gorgeous and anyway so then we came back dropped off the nieces in redondo then headed over to a brother's and then we all went um to lake casitas that's right. Mm-hmm. I saw your photos. Mm-hmm. And we took a pontoon boat out, and that was really beautiful. And on the drive up the 101, there's some insane wildflowers. Wow. So mom and dad had a great time doing that. Then we came back to my house, and um, we planted, like, shady uh, plants, asparagus something or other. And um, what's the other one? Um, gosh, man. My, my mom and dad know all the Latin names for all of the plants out there in the world, and I can't remember a single one of them. It starts with an F, though. What did we plant the other day? 
Uh, a fig, a ficus. A ficus. Is a ficus a fig? Is a ficus a fig, said the pig to the rig. <laughs> is, a, is it? Is it? Yes. A fig tree. Is it going to give me fig fruit? No. It's a big family, enormous family of trees and shrubs and vines okay. that in part have, are responsible, or wholly in part, for the destruction of the temple at Angkor Wat. Angkor Wat? I don't know what you're talking about. Who's that? <laughs> it's in Thailand, and it's a, it's a temple that is covered with the, oh, with the, uh, right. the roots of the ficus that are tearing it to pieces. Wow. I let me hear you rhyme philodendron. Oh, so we also planted philodendron. Philodendron. Is that an F or a PH? PH. PH. Oh, God. I okay. think so. And what was the tall, also spiky guy, the snake plant thing? Sensevaria. Sensevaria. That's the snake plant. That's snake plant. And, Mom, what was that other one that you... Fringeri. It's commonly called asparagus fern, but it's not really a fern. It's a member of the... I forgot. I Another no family. Idea. I have no idea. It has tubular roots that collect water, and it has spines. So it's tubular. Now, if anybody would like to buy tubers. my father's book that he wrote in 1976, <laughs> what year was it, 76? I think so. It's yeah. called Living with Plants, and I think there's one or two more copies on Amazon, and it's about $1.99. <laughs> about a dollar, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a great book. There's, there's a, I think there's a picture of you guys in it, right? Yeah. No, no, I don't think there's a picture of me. Picture of right. some of the kids. But you know what? It was like the first book uh, when people started to bring plants into their homes. It was like the first tabletop book yeah. on how to manage houseplants. Yeah. Nobody was doing that since the Victorian era. People just didn't put plants in the house. It's great. There's tons of photos. Uh, lots of macrame. <laughs> <laughs> we were big, in and there macrame. are rooms that are just just covered in plants. You can't see the walls. Oh, it's yes. very cool. Um, okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Big tree. That would be great to have. Some and bed. oh my gosh, when we were in <laughs> by Lake Casitas, we also went to Ventura, and there was this shitty little store called the Barefoot Boutique, and it had the most wonderful clothing inside, all at really? a reasonable price. Wow. And my mom bought me. A t-shirt, this t-shirt, it's so soft, it's so and cute. and a jumpy jumper thingy dingy. Uh huh. So after doing the gardening and wearing these new clothes, I felt like a rich woman. And I got to tell you, I was the happiest girl on the planet oh. that day. I have never been so happy. That's wonderful. I had a beautiful garden in the front of my house, and I was wearing very loose fitting, <laughs> soft clothing. And I felt so rich. And I realized that like maybe the last few months I was feeling good because I, I had some money for a minute because mm. I was working on that looping job and on and off. And I just like, I just wasn't as worried about money as I always am. Yeah. I'm always worried about money. But I felt so good for a while. That's amazing because when you're not worried about money, this whole part of your brain is like opened oh up to like being you can daydream you can be creative oh my gosh I also had so many um seeds planted and growing and a couple of them have fizzled out and they're probably not going to grow <laughs> I'm sorry you're talking about literal seeds or are we talking metaphor here metaphors okay I wasn't sure so then I told Amanda all about these seeds and how I thought they were going to grow into something huge and make me hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then I was going to buy a house in Highland Park and close the doors on the Airbnb and the headshot business and just be wildly pregnant and huge and have the most wonderful, majestic life. 
But it turns out that if these seats make me any money at all, it's gonna be a small fraction of what I thought it was gonna be, and I probably won't be getting rich anytime soon. Although, you know, I am, I, hey, universe, if you're listening, I am happy with whatever amount you wanna give me, so, you know, if you could make that thing happen, I'd really like it. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so, I just, like, I just, I was I was allowing myself for a while to um, be a rich woman <laughs> or just to not worry about money in your brain. You were being a rich woman Excuse in me. your brain, in my brain. And it was so fun. So but then that went away. I was feeling shitty again. But then my parents got me these plants and these soft clothes. I was like, I'm rich again. Mm. I felt so good. It's so nice when moms will buy their daughters some clothes. Oh, she I know. insisted. I, too. I love it. Sometimes my mom and I will go to the Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll just go, you look so cute in this dress. And I'm like, I don't really need that dress. I don't have an occasion. And she'll go, I'll buy it for you. <laughs> and I go, woo. <laughs> I, made I it. do a lot of this. I do a lot of this. Mom, no, 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 no. It's fine. I don't need it. And she's like, mom, mom, mom. Just let me, just let me Moms get it. love it. Oh my God. It's, it's so nice. Best. It really is. I've never been happier. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then I wore it all day long on Saturday. We went miniature golfing and everybody was uncomfortable and hot and I just felt so good. I'm like so curious about this, what you call the jumpy. Jumper? I don't know what it is. It looks like denim from far away, but it's very soft material and it just hangs super loose. And I was like, mom, when I'm pregnant, this is going to look so good Aww. on me. It's, yeah. And it just ties up here. That's great. Well, you deserve it. And I wore a little bandana around my neck. How cute. Ah! And you wore like a t-shirt or a tank under it? or it this. Cute. It was also loose. What's that now? You want to see a picture of my little jumpy? Well, I'll put it on Instagram. And this bra, so comfortable. Oh my God, that's so and cute. it looks cute. Is that new? Yeah, from this barefoot boutique. I'm literally going to go back there just an hour and a half away because <laughs> the clothes were affordable. That's amazing. Yeah. I know you're all dying to shop there, so I'll put a link to it in the show notes. The other thing is I never buy new clothes. I yeah. only buy used clothing, right. so I just felt like a million dollars. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> oh, that's great. But anyway, this kind of brings me to actually why I wanted to talk to you today, yeah. Amanda. I'm thinking about maybe taking a hiatus. Okay. But I want to talk to you about what's going on with Erios and what's happening there. And, yeah. And I don't, we can, I can cut or keep um, anything. Yeah. Here. We don't have a f official launch date yet, but I'm. How are you feeling? Good. I'm feeling good. We're like inches away from closing our financing deal. Okay. So once that closes, I think the next step is to like set a launch date. Okay. The reason I'm asking Amanda about Erios is because my podcast is eventually supposed to be on their network. But I thought maybe if my hiatus and my season three coincided with their launch, that would be great timing. But it doesn't look like it's going to coincide so serendipitously. So we'll just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're here for whatever you're up to. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering, like, I feel like there's, I have a month, basically a month or a month and a half, maybe, probably a month, just a month before I try and inseminate again. Okay. So, yeah. So, what is your timeline for this? You want to take a little break? I was just thinking, I just don't have any money and I've let headshots go by the wayside because I've yeah. been working on that other job a little bit. And because I have the Airbnb, I just got so relaxed and yeah. I don't have headshots lined up and... Who knows? I still don't know what's ever going to happen with my Airbnb. <laughs> I know there's a lot of. Yeah. And I still don't have stability. So I might as well like I could take this month to try and figure out some things in my life money wise or just put a little bit more effort into getting mm -hmm. some headshot clients. 
The big thing I forgot to mention to Amanda was fertility treatments and the amount of money that I've already spent in the last couple of months and then the cost of the actual sperm. Mm -hmm. And then my health, work on some health things because my fucking heartburn situation is not getting any better. So maybe I could see a nutritionist and really try and get into like, I don't know, a better place because it's just, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I take Pepsid AC twice a day and plus Tums all day long because I feel like shit. Yeah. And, um... I've never gotten to the bottom of it and I've always been confused and never understood why it hurts all the time. So I don't know. There's that to work on. I need to get my wisdom teeth pulled. Mm. I need to probably have other teeth fixed. (laughs) Um, I need to go to a dermatologist and see if I've got any little cancers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't have any marks, but you know, it's good to go. Um, Yeah. And uh, just, I don't know. I feel like it's time to like, uh, take my body into the shop and and try and get it into better working order before I get pregnant again. Yeah, I can't imagine if I was pregnant right now and having all this heartburn still. That would suck. Yeah, definitely. So, so you need to you want to take have a self care month. That sounds like where you just kind of yes, and also get up to speed. And also, as the listeners know, I was really fucking sad and beat up in the last yeah. couple of weeks. I'm feeling much better, but you know, I still have feelings and. And I don't know. It might be nice just to take a little space from everything. I mean, obviously, you're still going to, like, prepare and go through the motions and everything. But just to, like, let yourself not be so focused on the podcast for a little bit and just, yeah, yeah, live your life. And the other thing is that I need to find a sperm donor. And although it's, like, fun to look at these guys online it doesn't make for a very good podcast because they're not having a conversation with me and i'd have right. to be describing everything on their websites and yeah. stuff like that it's you're not- a little tapped as far as content st- it sounds well, I like have too. a lot of people that i want to talk to still and do interviews but i just feel like i should spend my time on trying to get my my life in order mm-hmm. a little bit more for a month take a break and you'll come back and you'll be like rejuvenated and you'll be excited to do these again yeah um well, yeah I, well that's a the other thing is that I, I love doing it. I am excited to do it, but I just don't, I think I need to make some money. <laughs> right that makes now. sense. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and how's your Patreon doing? Are you getting anything from that? It's, it's like hovering at 380 because I keep getting, um, I keep getting new ones and then also losing old ones, which is okay, everybody. It's fine. If your financial situation changes, you can. <laughs> no, Molly, you have to say it's not okay. <laughs> you are getting premium content and you either you join the Patreon or this podcast cannot. As you can see, this is because of you guys. Oh, no. You. <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do because girls are always too nice. So one of the people who donated to the Erios Kickstarter we spoke to on the phone and she I guess works in like the marketing side of podcasts and says you're supposed to do a strong, powerful ask at the top of your podcast. <laughs> and so we've been doing these on the big ones, but you're supposed to say you will join the Patreon or else you're not going to get any of this podcast because look at what's happening. Molly's having to take a month off mm-hmm. to make some money. Mm-hmm. And that's on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Except for those of you who are on, you know, subscribing yes, to the and Patreon. Thank you. And for the rest of you, there's other ways to support other than financially. You can rate and review. Yes. You can tell your friends to listen. It's true. So, you know, you can post about it. You can share. Totally. So get the conversation going. You can call going. your local newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> so that way Molly doesn't have to take a break. That's true. Because I don't want to. I really do love doing this yeah. podcast, but I have to be responsible. And it's I don't okay have to any take money. a break. I don't have any money right now. You do. It, you d- have done so much of this and you're going to come back for another <laughs> yeah. season. It's like there's. It's yeah, I'll be back in a break. month. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. what's the date? 
today um, no, the 15th so tomorrow is april 16th so maybe may 16th ish or whatever how many days are in april i don't know come back but you're season three that's what you're thinking yeah season mm-hmm. three starting over and i'll let you guys know what's happening and around that time i will probably be getting an iui through a sperm bank there you go with, sper- with donor sperm from a sperm bank many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So have you heard any more from Zach? He's officially out. Yeah, I actually... I didn't talk about this afterwards. I, after I had the miscarriage, I touched back in with Zach to make sure. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, sadly he's just not able to do it. And then I did some really weird things. Uh Oh yeah. I emailed Andy DeYoung and Kate Berlant. Okay. His girlfriend. You all remember Andy from episode four and another episode, I think. Yeah. Um, my old roommate and, I was like, you guys, so awkward. I wrote the longest, most embarrassing email. I mean, it's not, I was just so embarrassed after I pressed send. And Amanda had told me not to. She's like, don't do that, Molly. He's not going to say yes. Don't do it. I know Andy. I did. I I knew. I was so confident that even though I think he, what was his number? A seven. Seven. That was a, a negative seven. I know Andy. That's there's no world. Um, but I emailed them and I was like, guys, I know there's no chance on the planet that you want to do this, but I just want to make sure that it's definitely not possible. But it was like a long email and with all the details of like how it would be now versus how it was then, because now they'd be going. It wouldn't be like guy jerking off in the be- in the bathroom, and you know that whole scenario would be like a one time at the um, fertility clinic. And then I texted both of them at the same time, right after I pressed send. And I was like, guys, I just sent you the most mortifying email. Oh no, Molly! (laughs) Oh God. And then I didn't hear anything back for a few hours. And then Andy texted and was like, got your email. I'll call you tomorrow. Is that okay? And I was like, of course, of course. I'm so sorry. Kill me. Turns out it's really hard to ask people for their sperm. Yeah. It's so hard. And, you know, the first thing everybody says when I say I've got to go to a sperm bank is that, oh, well, maybe it's a blessing. It's so less complicated. I guess so. It's still I'd rather have a known donor. But right. I'm totally at peace with going to a sperm bank now. So it, then well, I just don't I just don't think it should be so hard. It's not like I, I made it a big deal. I could have just been like, hey guys quick question you know i don't know i don't know well it's a awkward it's awkward i don't want to put anybody out i don't want to put them in a weird place but if there was something in andy that was like i really want to do this for her then no i understand it's it's a complex issue but there's no world where someone especially a dude is going to be like i i don't want to be impolite i guess i will just give her my sperm like people you're not going to put anyone in that position yeah you know yeah, 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 yeah. So it's okay. It's okay to ask, but it is 
obviously an it is more difficult topic and, yeah um but so what then you talked to andy on the phone and was he just was, he was so nice of and kate texted back and was like molly please don't be um please don't be embarrassed it's totally fine but yeah i mean he had, we had a long conversation and and he was wonderful as usual yeah. and um it's just not something that they can do right now yeah and that's totally fine and i also very much wanted to call or email brandon but i didn't because i felt so mortified by the whole andy thing but i will say this knowing and, both of them i think brandon, brandon might be really open to it but it, brandon has a girlfriend too i know but did he have a girlfriend when you interviewed he, him yeah yeah so and he was interested i think he didn't know that this is a real thing he didn't. He thought it was a hypothetical. I think that he, I don't know. I don't know. And I also haven't seen Brandon in so long. And he's best friends with Zach. Yeah, and listen, like, I get it. I, you know, you're putting what's... Is, but I love Brandon. You're stacking the odds against yourself by kind of continuing to hope that one of these donors will come through when you can just like take the, you know, the power into your own hands and just like decide to use a sperm bank and like let that stress go. For now, if yeah. someone else comes along, yeah, but it's yeah. putting you in a position to get hurt over and over again by kind of revisiting some of these possibilities that if they were meant to be, they would have been already. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so I don't know. It's like there might be a little you might feel a weight lifted off of you if you just kind of accept that for this round, at least you're going to use a sperm bank yeah. and keep an open mind. Yeah. Yeah. You're just smart. I'm just saying it, it is stressful to have to ask people that like yeah it's stressful it's stressful and here's the other weird thing I did oh tell me I group texted my three female cousins and asked them if any of their husbands would give me their <laughs> <laughs> okay so you like their husbands their husbands they have children they all with these have guys. gorgeous husbands with and they all have gorgeous children and what did they they all said um <laughs> Sierra, my very free-spirited, wonderful cousin, it would totally be down, um, but her husband had a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the other two are a little bit more straight-laced, and they, you yeah, know, they thought it was a fun thing to joke about, but no, it's not something they can do either. Yeah, it's interesting. It's both not a big deal but and a huge Sierra deal. But then Sierra was like, but John will get, you can tap his balls. You know, you can, you, they can take the sperm out with a syringe oh. from the balls, but then you have to do a um, IVF. Ah, uh, yeah, I see. But she's like, he'd do that for you. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Now I don't know if I'll talk about this, maybe because it's for later. But Sierra and all of her friends, they all listen to the podcast. They all live in Boulder. They all racked their brains and uh -huh. brainstormed and came up with this one guy. And Sierra went and had a conversation with him, told him to listen to a couple episodes. And he's open to it. And I had a conversation on the phone with him last night for about an hour. And it was a really good conversation. Did you record it? No. Oh, wow. Okay. So what's wrong with him? Will he do it? He might. I told him to think about it. And you fly him out here? No, he would go to a fertility clinic and freeze his sperm, and then they would send it to me. Wow. For the IUI. And then you'd like send him a nice bottle of red <laughs> as a thank you. Yeah, there's some, I mean, he's he's wonderful. He seems great. He comes recommended. He comes highly recommended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's cute. I'll show you a picture. 
Hell yeah, I say go and for that. And he's only 29. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And he's got a girlfriend and she thinks it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, there's a The younger a whole, generation is so cool. They're so cool. And also having him live in Boulder and you're out here and that you're not friends, mm-hmm. I think that lifts a whole complication layer off of the situation. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to tell my listeners that in this episode. Mm. I told you. Well, I think that's a, an exciting prospect. It's kind of like a happy medium between yeah. that. But I think that I'd have to go to, to catch my next cycle because his testing and all that stuff would have to be, I mean, it would take a while. So I'd ha- still have to hit a sperm bank for this next month. Okay. Yeah. So have you narrowed it down to any um Not at all. Guys? I've been yeah. so busy with my parents just doing a lot of driving and hanging out and feeling rich. Oh, so much good food too that I get. I go get sick every night and have a hard time getting to bed because of the heartburn. Oh, because you and guys have been going myself. out to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Food is like the only thing anyone does ever. <laughs> it you is. You know, like it's like what if we're not eating, we're talking about what we're going to eat next. I know, and I love food. It's the best. But when you have no appetite and you're like your you chest know you're is burning, you're going to feel sick after. Yeah. And so your heartburn though has really picked up after you went off Prilosec. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's nice to know that you can always go back on Prilosec after you have your baby. That's true. That's true. I mean, I've been. I guess if I've been feeling like this for a month, what's nine more? <laughs> But it is good in the meantime to figure out what diet Well, I do changes. worry. I do worry that all the acid like overflow in my stomach is going to cause um, my ch- my stomach cells to change, and then I'm going to get stomach cancer. Oh well, that's scary. I know it's not. It, it might sound like a leap, but last time I had um, an endoscopy, I had they found abnormal cells in my stomach lining. Uh huh. But they're called. I think it's called metaplasia. And that's precancerous. And so you want that stuff to go away. And that's why you get on Prilosec. So you stop adding acid to your stomach so your cells can become normal again. So is stress a factor in Probably, yeah. I mean, nobody knows what's going on between the brain and the gut. I mean, it's so complex and there's definitely a connection. So maybe that would, you know. And then also coming off Lexapro at the same time, raising my... Have stress. you been going to therapy or is this podcast your therapy? Oops, I forgot about therapy a few months ago. I didn't forget. It's just that my therapist left town before Christmas and she hasn't come back yet. And now I find out that the place she was at is no longer covered by my insurance. So I have to find a whole new place altogether. And it's just been months and I got to do it. Probably would be helpful because yeah. you are dealing with a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what are the foods <laughs> that you're supposed to eat, like according to online research or what, what little or much you've know. done? You're not supposed to eat tomatoes or, okay. I, I honestly, like there's been so many things over the years and, and nothing, and I've tried them all and nothing works, but I think I just need to see a nutritionist who can really like tell you, give tell you me a diet one plan. person because yeah, looking online is so confusing. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes and spicy foods. And I can't remember salty food. I don't remember. It's basically but basically like, right now, for sure, um, bread makes me sick, but not all bread. Like I had an English muffin this morning and I was fine. Totally. <laughs> yeah, but you had the focaccia. We've talked about this. Oh my God, I cannot have focaccia I ate or a brioche. Small, yeah, what is happening with that? Because I ate a small piece of focaccia the other on Friday night and I was like, I can just have like a bite of this and I like instantly got bloated. What the hell? What is wrong with Maybe focaccia? Maybe it's because there's air in it. 
I don't know what it is. A lot of times it has like stuff baked into the crust too. Like, I don't mm. know what the hell's going on with that. I don't know, but I, I've had a loaf of raisin bread in my fridge that I can't eat because I had one slice and I got really bad heartburn afterwards. Oh, yeah. Why raisin Raisins, bran? maybe something's wrong with them. I love raisins. Just I cut out them. bread. Right. I mean, yeah, my acupuncturist told me to cut out rice. Uh, Interesting. But what? I don't know. So then what do you, can you eat vegetables? It's like you just need to eat squash, I think. But then when I go out and I eat like something that's really bad for me, sometimes I feel so much better and totally perfect. I think what it is, is it's cumulative in a lot of ways. So like if you're eating pretty good and then you have something bad, you your body can take it. But if you're like having little bits of focaccia here and there, yeah, then it might be easily triggered. I don't know. I really don't know. I, don't I think, know. yeah, you're right. Gut stuff and all that is so unpredictable. It's so confusing. I've never been able to figure it out. Would probiotics help or that's different? I take probiotics. Mm. I forget though. But they're because they're in my fridge. But I'll get back on that, boss. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, anyway, something to investigate. So I I support your plan to take a, a me month. A me month. And you can always check back in with people. Like if you feel but like. How do I keep my patrons happy? But listen, how about I'm going to suggest something. Yeah. Why don't you say you're taking a month off, but you're going to release weekly episodes on your Patreon. And they're just going to be you and I checking in about what you're up to. You're down with that? Yeah, let's do that. And then you'll release those on your Patreon. And maybe you'll, th if you're, if you feel like it, throw in an interview, whatever you feel like. Yeah. So if you want content for the next month, join the Patreon. Okay. So say that all again. Okay. So you guys, we're, go <sighs> we're going away for a month. We're going dark. Okay, and that's terrible for you. I don't know what the hell you're going to do with your Tuesdays. Yeah, I don't know. How are you going to survive that drive it's to work? It's going to be so sad. But there's a solution. <laughs> Join Molly's Patreon because we're going to be releasing weekly episodes on the Patreon following Molly's self-care regime as she tries to get her acid reflux under control. <laughs> <laughs> that's premium content. Premium content. <laughs> Man, she's smart, this lady. I know. You got to give this lady a podcast company. I know. <laughs> you got to make it worth their while. Okay, so sign up now for a dollar or two a month and you can get four episodes of something. <laughs> That's worth it. And God, give if you can give five, give $10. Give 25 or 50 Yeah. I'll take it. Auto pay and then just keep it rolling. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're rich. <laughs> Make me feel rich. Molly needs new clothes. Oh my God, they're so fun. It is oh the my best. God. I know. Nothing makes you feel more like a woman than a new t-shirt <laughs> also on the patreon i'm gonna have like um i think i'm gonna give access to my whatever sperm banks i'm logged into and maybe y'all can look at the people and pick your favorites too that i was actually just gonna say that that, mm. that would be really fun to kind of engage people in helping you um find a sperm donor yeah i don't yeah. know how i'll do it but i'll figure it out because i yeah. don't know how many computers can have access or whatever Right, that's interesting. Maybe people who donate at the $25 level or more can all have access to my Or we can create username. like a Tumblr or something where you're kind of screenshotting and posting the people and then you could have people vote. That's too much work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but or I mean, you can do an email. Be, this is supposed to be a me month, Amanda. Okay, you're right. I am just adding to your work. But this is doable, right? That we could just do a Yes. Something low maintenance yes, like this. I don't have to do a lot of editing. Don't edit this at all. I won't edit this? No. A little bit. 
Okay, just some terms. <laughs> Take out all my likes and my ums. No, those are staying in. I'm adding more. <laughs> um, 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 yeah, um, can um, I get um, some um. wild like, 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 and can I get a couple Molly, 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 that's, Molly. That's good. That's okay. good. So Great job. Just kind of I'll put those, those in. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, thanks, listeners. Bye, Spermcast Universe. We'll see you in a month. Except for you patrons. Yeah. Then see you next week. See you next week. Love you. Love you. Bye. Okay, so let's recap the list of things I'm going to do during my self-care month. Number one, I'm going to make a shit ton of money through my headshot photography business. I'll probably have to put out a huge discount in my newsletter so that I can get a bunch of clients so that I can pay for future fertility treatments, including medicated IUIs and donor sperm. Plus, if I decide to use my cousin's friend in Colorado, I'll need cashola to pay for genetic testing, semen analysis, STDs, and shipping of frozen sperm, all of which will be less money than buying a single one milliliter vial from a sperm bank. Gah. Next up, I gotta make some doctor's appointments. Gotta get those wisdom teeth out and fix a couple other potential problems because dental work while pregnant is a total drag. I gotta make an appointment with a nutritionist and a dermatologist, make a new appointment with my gastroenterologist to see if he thinks I should get an endoscopy because actually I was scheduled to have an endoscopy in the fall, but I'm hoping I'm gonna be pregnant during that time. And he, uh, you know, okay, anyway. Mm. The other thing I forgot to mention was my ears. I constantly have pressure in my ears and my hearing is not so great. I had two meringotomies when I was little. That's where they put holes in your eardrum to release the pressure. And last time I went to the ENT, she told me I should get a meringotomy in my left ear again. And oh my God, I know what you're thinking. I sound like a hypochondriac, but I have all these little annoying problems that I need to address. So don't judge me. Oh, don't you guys all have problems or is it just me? Anyway, here's the big thing I need to do. I need to research all the sperm banks. I need to try and speak to an actual human being at each sperm bank company so that I can get a better idea of their different philosophies. Then I need to choose a sperm bank and then I need to choose the donor. Also, in addition to auditioning, pitching, taking headshots, and cleaning my Airbnb, I'll be recording and posting weekly Patreon episodes with Amanda. Want to know some other things I want to do that I didn't mention? I want to paint my office and my bedroom. The walls are so gross and I just, bleh. I want it to be bright and fun and sunny. Okay, I also want to keep planting stuff on my porch to accompany the ficus fig philodendron situation with the snake plant and the asparagus fern that my parents just bought for me. And oh, it's just so nice out there. I just want it to be beautiful and sit out there and read. Not that I have time to read. Okay, I also want to play basketball and do yoga. I also want to get better at my sperm cast marketing and make little shareable audio clips that I can post on Instagram and Twitter and that you can all share. And then we're going to build all this hype. And then by the time the next season starts, starts in one month from now, everybody in the, on the planet is going to be listening to my podcast. And last but not least, I'm going to meet like a super sexy man who's going to be funny and smart. He's going to take me out to dinner all the time. We're going to watch Game of Thrones all the time and make out on the couch nonstop. And honestly, we're probably going to have sex all the time. And then we're going to get engaged. Honestly, this is going to be an amazing month, you guys. Thank you so much, Amanda, for all your help that you always give me. And thank you to Dr. Kaylin for being dope. And thank you to my mom and dad for the wonderful visit and for making me feel so rich with love and plants and new soft clothing. And thank you to my listeners for being so supportive and sharing your experiences with me. And thank you to my Patreon subscribers for pitching in to keep this podcast afloat. If you're not already a Patreon subscriber and can afford to give a buck or two a month, you'll have access to all kinds of exclusive content. I believe I've posted about 70 posts up there. 
Plus, I'll be posting one exclusive episode per week for anyone who subscribes at the dollar level or higher. And for anyone who subscribes for $5 or more, I'll figure out how to give you access to my sperm bank websites so that you can help me choose my donor and we can all talk about it. Maybe I can even figure out how to do a live chat or two or something. I don't know, but I will. I'm going to I'm gonna keep it up. I promise. I'll put a link to my dad's book in the show notes. And I'll also put a link to that stupid ass store in Ventura, the Barefoot Boutique, where I got my little jumpy jumpsuit. The website is not good at all. It looks super, super cheesy, but I swear when you go into the store, it's, it's such good clothing. <laughs> I can't even, I can't explain. Did you know that you can also find my information for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook in my show notes and all the ways to contact me? If you don't already know, you can email me at spermcast at gmail.com or phone call me. <laughs> phone call me. You can call me or text me at 323-741-1818. If you want to send me anything, you can also direct message me and I will uh, send you an address. Thank you, um, by the way, to Stephanie Rothenberg and Rebecca Rusma for sending me those sweet things that you sent me. It really meant a lot to me. Also, you made me cry a lot, but thank you so, so much. Okay, where was I? Gosh, that might be it. No, there's more. Thank you to my newest Patreon subscribers. Elsa Ashelford, you raised your donation. You're going to be able to help me pick my next donor. And Lindsay Mallard, thank you so much for being a new subscriber. I appreciate you guys so much. And I think that's it. Thank you guys so much, all of you, for listening and and being there and supporting me for all of this time. I'm going to miss making this podcast every week, but I'm going to get a lot of work done and I'm going to come back totally fresh and ready to go. And we are going to make a baby next season. Are you ready? Are you excited? I am. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Goodbye. Could be balding, bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball. From gay to straight, black to white, tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 